we go. Here we go. Oh, she's, she's clapping. Are you here? She's clapping. Well, you know, I started clapping and then I thought, oh, it's a bit tiring, isn't it, clapping? <laughs> I did a clumsy clip, clap and I hit my watch and I've hurt my hand. <laughs> I'm not clap again. I'm taking my watch off. There we go. Now you're then. not in a nappy, are you? You're not I'm in not. A nappy no, this I'm. Week. I'm over my cystitis, but I have to say oh, good. that I had to take antibiotics for a week. I could still feel the nip God, of it. Could you really? Yes, could you know you're only really given three days of antibiotics. Well, well, I, I don't had, really. But well, I had a little stash. So I did the full seven days because I just, after three days, I thought, well, this isn't entirely clear because I can still feel it. I can feel the right. nub end of it. Ooh. There's still a sort of ee, ee, ee in your wee, wee, wee. So, you had it quite badly, didn't you? Well, I did, yes, but, mm. um, you know, I just, I, I managed the podcast. As, uh, I mean, we talked about it last week. I sat on a towel and... Uh, you know, let we're it tough go. old birds, aren't we? I think people well, might call to, us tough old birds. Up to a point, up to a point. But I don't think. I mean, I genuinely think. But you know, for listeners out there, if you are not well, and the, you know, I don't think we should martyr ourselves. I've sort of. There's a bit of me now that goes, no, you've got to stop when your body's saying. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, oh, you of all people, after what happened to you, it's, it's well, definitely the truth, isn't it? It's the truth. Yeah, I'm quite well, frail. I'm quite frail. Yeah, anyway, I've been yeah. very busy, Judith, so I am... I know you oh, have. so busy. I know, I saw... Well, listen, I saw on the notice board on the Instagram um, the picture of you in Broadcasting House, and I was so envious of you going to grown-up work. Yeah, I, I went like to grown-up grown work. Like a grown-up lady. Yeah. It was exhausting, I have to say. I'm Go just on. so not used to it, because... Now, I know that a lot of people listening will feel a flurry of fury when I say this, but leaving the house for me at nine o'clock is quite a struggle. Uh, <laughs> I've known you long enough to know that that is true. And it's yeah, been true yeah. For a while. I, I'm, I'm not an early riser anymore. No, I mean, I'm good no, in the morning. No, I'm no. cheerful and all that kind no. of thing. But, you know, I don't like getting up with the lark. Um, so I usually get out of bed at 8.30, which I think is a reasonable time, but not if you're leaving the house at nine o'clock. So I had to set an alarm, Judith, and get up very early. <laughs> and do all this oh, thing? Because I, could, I thought I'd give myself, you know, a bit of a treat and I'll book an Addison Lee cab oh, on nice. a Sunday night for the Monday morning. Not for love nor money, Judith. There aren't any cabs in London. Really? We can't pre book. Really? Nope. And I thought, okay, don't panic. They said, we have no cabs available to book in your area. Oh, bloody hell. Uh, I'll, I'll try an Uber in the morning. No luck there. So I just thought, come on, it's time now. Everybody's got to get on with this. You know, I've got to live with the virus, etc., etc. I'm going on the train. I'll get the train uh, to Victoria and then the tube. It's only two stops. Uh, and actually, do you know, it wasn't that bad. Oh, good, good. It wasn't that bad. And I have to say, I mean, I hovered around Victoria for a while because I was waiting for 9.30 when my over 60s Oyster card becomes <laughs> operational. I, yes, yes, I'd had to pay on the train. I pulled a face at them. Because I thought after 9 o'clock, but no, it's 9.30 on the train. Yes. Like that. No, right, yeah. yeah Very so, sensible. Very so at uh, Victoria, I, you know, I, I wasted some time. I, I got myself... Yeah. Well, I went out without breakfast, obviously. You went to Pret, didn't you? I but went, you went to Pret. Pret. Oh, of course you God, did. Of course you did. Did you Burke and Muesli? Did you get the Burke and Muesli? Bircher. Whatever. Well, I call it Burke. I never know. I call it, you know, the one with the pomegranates yes. on the top. No, I don't do that. No, I don't do that. I always do the egg mayonnaise sandwich. What I'm really looking for is the eggy baguette. It's a small baguette thing <laughs> with either smoked salmon or just egg. But they didn't have any of those in Little One at Victoria. So I just had the egg mayonnaise sandwich. Nice. I am a huge nice. fan of egg mayonnaise. And I think that there isn't a time or a meal where an egg mayonnaise 
sandwich. Yes, I know what you mean. They're rather under, they're underrated, aren't they? They underrated. are underrated. And a good I egg mayonnaise. I particularly like them with mm. crest, though. Do they have crest on them? So do like a this one didn't. On this one didn't. Sometimes mm, they do. Mm, Can't remember whether it did mm, or didn't. And if it did, right. it was sparse. But I do know what you mean. But it was it was juicy. It was it was almost borderline sloppy actually. But I really enjoyed it. And then I um, I got to uh, broadcasting house. Uh, Michael Portillo and I did a mutual ignoring of each other did just you? outside the did building. You? Yeah, I yeah, saw him crossing a road at just outside you. the BBC. Yeah, yeah. And That's quite I a skill, of... isn't it? I mean, you know what I mean. I mean, I, I, I very I, obviously I'm not famous, so I don't do it to famous people. But I do know that I do that. I do I do that. We've seen what, each the other. What purposeful we've... ignore? Yeah, yeah. And then and then if one of you gives way, they say, <laughs> Oh, I didn't see you there. Yes, you did. Did. It happens on a train, doesn't it? You know, you know when you go up a train, and you think, oh well, I've seen them up there. But I don't want to talk to them. Yeah. And then you both, it, the, the, the train and then you comes meet to a in halt. the sometimes in the buffet yes. car or whatever. Yes, yes. yes. And then you or both walking have to, to the lavatory. Yes, yes. With you, I think, because I've been with you on these occasions, it's often people you work with in the past and you can't remember their names, <laughs> so you're, you're slightly embarrassed. So you pretend you haven't seen them. Either that or I've trod on them on the way up the ladder. Do you know what I mean? Or they've yes, trod yeah, on me, probably. Them, squashed them. I squashed them, um, I'm afraid. So anyway, where were we? Back at Broadcasting House. Uh, yeah, yeah, broadcasting yeah. House. And I'd done my lateral flow because I'd got an email saying I had to, but nobody asked to see it, which was a bit annoying. Huh. Um, huh. And then I got my lanyard and I was taking up... <gasps> Did you get a lanyard? Uh, yes, All got... with BBC on it? Uh, yes, and my photograph. Oh, but, you know. I can picture it. <laughs> and you went through those, those revolving doors... I hate those revolving doors. I won't go through those. I wait for the man outside to open the door. I don't like a revolving door. I was getting to a mess with them. Well, Uh, I know what you mean. And worse than that, I I can picture them. They're the ones that almost like airports where they they might lock. You feel they might they might they might sort of have second thoughts and think, hold on. Yeah. And it might you know it might come down like in Star Trek and you'd be there stuck. I know what you mean. Yeah, the door is Um, having second thoughts about letting you into the building. It can kind of smell the fact that you shouldn't be there. Um, but it was, I have to say, it was pretty skeleton staff in the BBC, Judith. Pretty skeleton oh, staff. People working at home. Yeah. Well, yeah, I yeah, went yeah. up to the sixth floor because that's where the drama was. No, hold on, was. hold on. Yeah, I, well. I've got many more questions. I've got many more questions. Did you go, <laughs> did you see, you know that bit, the, the, the bit that you see at the back of the news with the Welsh guy, you know, Hugh Edwards, and you could always see all the people putting the coat on or you can yes. see people at yes. desk or walking. It's a kind of mess, isn't it? It's like a mess that you're looking yeah, at. Yeah. Did you see that? Because that's Well, yes, because it's all, it, it's all there in front of you. I yeah, mean, it's all very it? visible as you mm. go up in the lift uh, mm. and you come out on the sixth floor, you look down like and you that. can see you have a bird's eye view. And I think I put this on, on the notice board, I can't remember. You have bird's eye view all the way down, right down to the, yes, where they're, they're all working in the news a bit yes. and all that. Yes, yes. 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 so that, and I, I did have a, a, a sudden sort of case of vertigo, even though there's a big glass thing there and you can't fall <laughs> off and fall over. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah, did yeah. feel dizzy and sick yeah, as you? I took the photograph. I thought, oh, no, yeah, yeah, I better step, <laughs> I step back. I might have a turn. <laughs> step back right now. I'm feeling so envious. I mean, hearing you describe it, I do find Broadcasting House still very, very exciting. So do I. I really I'm a big do. fan of the BBC, and anyone doesn't yeah. want the BBC, you know, can fuck off, actually. It's been brilliant. All oh, our lives, it's been absolutely. brilliant. I, I mean, obviously, and... it churns out a bit of shit now and again. But, you know, everyone I know that's terribly right-wing thinks it's terribly left-wing. And everyone I know that's terribly left-wing that's thinks true, it's terribly it? right-wing. That is true. That you know, you they... see what you want to see. I mean, yes. the lesson in that is you do... Yeah, oh, I quite like that phrase. 
And also, when when COVID uh, first reared its very ugly head, who stepped in with the children's educational programmes? It wasn't yeah, Sky. Know, it wasn't know, you know, know anybody else. It was the BBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly sort of putting their very sensible heads on and going, right, yes, we will yes, teach the nation. Yes, yes, you know, yes. give them a break. But also, but I'm very, very starstruck by the whole building. I mean, not. I mean, partly because obviously it is W1As. It is the set. <laughs> it is it? totally you know, those, those sort of breakout areas <laughs> in the rooms with Frankie yeah. Howard engraved on the yes. uh, on the glass and all those big open offices that I remember you'd walk past and you'd think, oh, shit, they're having a meeting there. Why am I not in that meeting? Oh, look, they're so and so. It is. It's a very, very buzzy. I mean, we are. I think you wouldn't be in broadcasting actually if you weren't a bit starstruck and you weren't kind of caught up in that. And it's um, it's a very oh, totally. grown up building. Yes, very, yes. Very I mean, I do think building. that it's lost some of its shine at the moment because I mean, there isn't anybody there. Um, you're walking through offices and there's probably two or three people where once upon a time there'd have been yeah. you know, 18, yeah. 20. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently there have been huge numbers of redundancies and all this kind of thing. It's terribly sad. Um, but it still has that flagship kind of appeal it going does, on. It? I and, know. Yeah. And then you think, oh, look, there's people broadcasting in there. Yeah, and you, absolutely. You see them you at the could, microphones. Oh, they're yeah, on yeah. air. You could you know, break the red in. signs. You, you could oh, break in yes. and ruin things. You it's that terrible sort of thing, compulsion where you think, right, I have to be really behave now because uh, otherwise my <laughs> I might take all my clothes off yes. and run, run in front of the camera. But uh, I didn't do that. Very so you were doing Little Lifetimes? Yes. So how is, many have you recorded this week? Um, well, I, I did four and then they're four, recording two tomorrow, which I can't um, be at. I just can't. Do you know what, Judith? The whole thing was, I really, really, I really enjoyed it. Uh, but after two days and mm. um, on the second day, I also managed to quickly get a cab, get to the Delaunay, have lunch with my agent, get back to the studio. And at, at the end of um, Tuesday, after mm. two full days of mm. working, commuting, mm. lunching, talking, engaging, <laughs> having my sensible plus creative head on, I was so tired. I went to bed at half past nine on Tuesday night. I didn't wake up until gone 10 o'clock the next day. You're joking. I had oh almost God, 13 Jenny. hours sleep. Oh, my God. You were Is that out. a record? It's I was a record. Out. so obvious. Honestly, I no, was I mean, in that 13 hours kip. I mean, obviously, I weed twice in the night. I got up and I stumbled to the loo. But um, I just was absolutely... But it's funny, isn't it? Because I we used to do those sort of things all the time, didn't we? Is it because yeah. we're getting a bit older that we find it difficult, or we just lost the habit? I, I both. suspect it's yeah. I suspect it is a bit of both. Absolutely. I think it's, I, mean, I think it's a bit of both. I do. I do think. I mean, I, you know, I hate putting my hand up and saying I do find I get tired more easily now. And I, but I do, and I do think that that's COVID though as well because we got out of the practice. Well, we did, particularly in the evenings. I mean, I know you're very sensible because I know that that you. I think you have a cut off no work after sort of seven o'clock don't you yeah yeah um if you're at home and i think that's really sensible because if i if i do a zoom or if i do something that's a bit taxing in the evening i, don't, I, I haven't got the, the enthusiasm for it really and i'm worn out I mean, it's, then, it's the end of the day it, you should you want to be yeah, in your pajamas by half past seven and if you're not well if i'm not gigging i want a glass of wine in my hand by eight o'clock and i want to be yes. in front of the telly you know. pajamas on. I mean, it's small talk. The other thing is that I think small talk, I find more exhausting as I get older. Do you know what I mean? Uh, I, or as you say, that's being nice to people and yeah, engaging yeah. with people. You know, it's nice and it's interesting, but it, it's, it's... And it's, meeting yeah. people for the first time, making sure everybody's yeah. feeling comfortable, all that kind of thing. Um, 
And I mean, I, I re- and going. I mean, I hadn't been to a restaurant for months on end. I mean, I I think you're better at going out to eat than I am. I mean, I'm. I'm, I'm I think very, I've been sort of braver, really. Yes. Uh, probably, yeah, much yeah. braver. Yeah, and I, I think that you and Mike probably. do eat out more than Jeff and I. No, anyway, I think that, that much, especially yeah. when you're in Cornwall, you yeah. know, you treat yourselves to dinners out and all that kind of thing. Jeff and I are incredibly mean. It takes me, you know, I, I'm sort of arthritic about opening my purse. Really, I mean, I get very mean. <laughs> About even a takeaway, it's sort of like, oh, I've got to prize open my purse and get some money out. Um, but I went to the Delaunay. Um, oh, nice. Where's nice. that? Is that in Piccadilly? I've tried to No, no, it. no. That's the that the door. That's oh, the, the sister restaurant. That's the Woolsey. Okay. Um, Where's the Delaunay? This is that the Delaunay mm. is sort of on the Strand. It's the bottom of Drury Lane. Old Witch Way. It's a big old, it's very like the Woolsey, um, a big old sort of fashion dining room with sort of all the white table linens run by the oh, same nice. company, Corbin nice. and King. Uh, nice. I think they have the best restaurants in London. And it was just spotless and gleaming and everything. You know, you were never going to find a bit of egg on your fork. You were just never going to f- yeah. find a smeared glass or anything like that. It was absolutely pristine. I got a little bit of menu masochism because you know me, I can never really have what I want. <laughs> no, you can't. I can. You can't. No. And for some bit... reason, mm. I just never can. I look at a menu and I get confused. Yes, I know what you mean. It's too much choice, isn't it? But also at yeah. lunchtime, it's tricky because you don't want to go back feeling stuffed. That would have been my dilemma. You know, I'd, yes. I'd, have, li- I'd have liked something really filling, like a really, <laughs> really posh school dinner. Um, but yes, you've got to go back and carry on working. I've got, yes, that, that was my, well, what I had was very yeah, good yeah. in those, in those Corbin and King places because you can, you can really have whatever you want. There's a, the menu is huge. And if you want, you can just have a beer and a hot dog, which I think is, should be on every menu in actual mm, fact, everywhere. Mm. Uh, and I was very tempted by a lager and a hot dog, but I thought I can't have the lager. So what I had, I had the beetroot and goat's cheese salad. And I thought it would just be sort of, you know, a bit of torn goat's cheese and, you know, yeah. smidgens. That, oh, it was huge. Was it? Oh, lovely. lovely. a piece of goat's cheese as big as my head. Oh, and then... Like a bit of goat's cheese. Nice yeah, it was very, very nice. And mm. then I had... And because I didn't know really what to have, we both, my agent and I both had the omelette. Um, oh, was safe, safe. Safe. Uh, but I had had an egg sandwich. From my, so I was over-egging <laughs> it a bit. <laughs> I have to say. Very uh, dangerously. Uh, but it was flawless. It was a flawless omelette. I bet, I bet. If um, you didn't make a mess of their white tablecloth with your beetroot, that would have been my worry. Well, no, I didn't. I got it all in my mouth and uh, it was a gloriously well-dressed salad. A bit like the clientele. Everyone was very dressy. There were, you know, it sort of struck me that I was looking at women and they had lipstick on. Yeah. And we haven't seen the bottom half of people's faces for so oh, no. long. No, no, no. Nice to see. Mm-hmm. Nice to yeah, see. Yeah, And you, but you've been away. I've been away. Yes, we. Yeah, we get. We're trying to get all these things in. You see, before the twins arrive. I don't blame um, you. So uh, yeah, we've been up north. We went back to Hexham, um, which was very, very nice. And we saw kind of, if you like, the hardcore of people that we keep in touch with. Um, but it doesn't feel like home anymore, and I think that's good, really. I mean, oh, it would be awful to go and sort of think, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. Yeah, don't exactly, make me, don't exactly, make me leave. Exactly, and and I think we have we have moved on, and and here is very much home. So so that was good. Um, and what was it like staying in someone's hmm. house? Did you go oh, in their yes, freezer? Did that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you? Did you go in their freezer? Did go in 
their freezer, but there were one or two things in the cupboard that we did. Yeah, we did. We did I felt awful because they bought us flowers. We got back here and they bought us some lovely flowers and we hadn't bought them flowers. And of course, we'd left before, you know, so you can't you can't sort of redress the situation, if you see what no, I mean. No, so no. That, I, was mean about that. I think you have to send... Uh, what I would do is I would uh, go to... What's that? Um, you know, the in Harrogate and all up north, they have that... Uh, Betty, is it oh, Betty's Tea? Betty's, yes. Yes, yes. Well, if one of the best gifts, you send one their fruit cakes. Oh, send a fruit cake. That is a nice gift. By post, it? goes in a tin, doesn't get dented. Oh, goes in a tin, even yes. better. Yes, oh. that's what I do when I think I want to send people something nice. That's that's um, your um, I'm go to. Late with this. Yes, okay, yes, well, I'll have a yes. Look at that. I'll have a look at mm, that. Mm. But it was it was very nice. But I tell you the other thing I noticed about going back to somewhere that you haven't been for ages is that I kept seeing people that I kind of recognised. Whether there was people I used to oh I don't know that always on them early morning swim. I mean, not that not friends. <laughs> look at them and think bloody hell they've aged, which of course is exactly what they must be doing to you. I mean that's you know. That's the awful thing. I know. We tend to put a filter on ourselves, don't we? I think it's a bit like sort of having an Instagram filter. When we look in the mirror, we are very kind to ourselves and just sort of like blur the edges slightly. I just don't really put my glasses on. Um, But, you know, the thing is that what, what sometimes... My phone will throw up a photograph from about seven years ago, I and know, then I can really I see the fucking oh, difference. Oh God, me yeah. too. I know. Yeah. I was looking. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of quite spiteful, isn't it? Because yeah, think, we don't well, need that. Really we well. don't need those reminders. I look. I really yeah. look really well in yeah. that photo, but it's yeah. kind of how I was probably. Yeah, it's just um, the, the the sort of general sag of things. It's this, it's kind of gravity that takes its yeah, toll. It's the jowl with me. It's the, the, jowl. the, the oh, sag of the too. neck and the jowl. I just yeah. got a new passport photo, and it is the jowl are very very much in evidence um but listen we can't go there and there's nothing we can do about it so there well we, we can i mean there masks. are things uh, we can do this friend of mine's had something called a strawberry lift now i'm not advocating this because i i don't know very much about it but you can google it yourself all i'm going to say is that linda evangelista one of those 90s supermodels had some kind of pr- procedure on her neck because she was a bit you know, fat-necked, yeah, and yeah. it massively backfired oh, God. and gave her a really fat, even a fatter neck oh, God. than ever, and she sued the, the clinic and all this kind of thing. Did it's she? all a bit Did of a hoo-ha, she? so oh, right. just be careful out there, everybody. That's right, all I'm going to say. Lift. Okay. A strawberry lift. strawberry lift. I don't go for that. Well, I don't know. I, can, I, oh, I bet yeah. you've made a note. So I bet you made a secret... <laughs> Sly note, and you'll be having a little Google when we finish. So, <laughs> when you're up north, you also managed to get to our friend Martin Kinnear's exhibition. Oh, absolutely. Well, that was the main reason for going, really. So, Martin Kinnear, for gang that uh, mem- gang members that don't don't know, is I did a painting course at the Norfolk Painting School, which is now moved from Norfolk and now has gone up north. Um, and so he's a, he's a, he's a lovely artist. He's a very successful artist. Uh, who uh, basically lost the use of one side of his body when he was 35. Um, after a stroke, wasn't it? After a stroke. And then kind of taught himself to paint and has become this extraordinary successful painter um, who, who kind of, who runs art courses as well. So that's how Online, we you can do them online. online. You can do them yep. for £2.50 a session online. That's what I do quite a lot. I've signed up to that. Once a week, you can do a uh, studio talk and you can paint along with him. It's very, very good. Anyway, he has an exhibition. Exhibition. called Regeneration yes, at the Bose Museum. Museum, which is very, very beautiful. It's a fabulous, Castle. it's a posh fuck-off museum, isn't it? Really it is. Oh, it's amazing. Isn't it 
where the Queen Mother used to live at one point? I is think she it a, is. A bows, yes. a lion yes. bows or something yes. like I that. Think there's yes. definitely a connection with the, with, the, with the Queen Mother. It's absolutely stunning and it's enormous. And he's got a big exhibition there, um, which is very impressive. So I went to the press night. Um, I've got to tell you about the horrendous journey I had. I know, I, I know, I, I know. I'm risking invoking snore law, right? Okay, right. I want you to I'll let you know. <laughs> I want you to. Yes, I want you to picture this. So I left Newcastle. I had to be there on the press night for six thirty, right? But what it, I can't it, understand, yeah, Judith, is Mike didn't go with you. Well, he was doing something else, and also I'd seen I'd seen my mate Jill in Newcastle. But okay, yes, so you set off a from, better idea. Okay, so, so you set off from Newcastle by yourself. By myself, and I had to get there at six six thirty, and I got on the A one. Okay, to go towards Durham, where you had to turn off right, set the sat nav. Stop, start all the way to Durham. I'm thinking, oh shit, it's getting late. You know, it's getting. Oh my god, it's twenty to six, and I've got, I've still got ages to go. Blah 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 blah. Get to the junction eventually, and I couldn't turn right. They had, they'd stopped. They'd, they'd closed this big junction. So then I had to make this big decision: Do I go back onto the A1 and sit and get in the traffic coming the other way, which I could see, and do it all over again, or do I go, or do I go rogue? And off the sat nav, right, and try and do cross country. It's, it's you went rogue, dark. didn't you? You went, went rogue. rogue. Did you? It's yeah, now dark. My phone is running out of charge. I haven't got that much petrol. Fucking sat nav keeps trying to send me back to the A1, doesn't it? Because it obviously is thinking, "What are you doing, Judith? Yeah. You're going to go because it's a really old, you know, bit of whatever it is." Yeah. Kit. Well, what, why didn't you just turn the sat nav off? Well, because of that. Looking at the bloody map, don't be oh, ridiculous yeah, in yeah. the dark. What about your phone? Oh no, oh no, yes, your phone's could, running out of yeah, battery. Yeah, phone, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh and, no, and did you not have the charger in the car? No, it, the the, the debris thing. I, I, I don't the dibble at the end the that goes the in. It's gone missing. Fucking so hell! I always, so I was so I ended up near Hartlepool. Oh, and then I was Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I was really cross country, and then I couldn't find a petrol station because it was massively, massively late. Worse than that, my sat-nav, Mike and I cannot work out how to clear the history. So every single journey we make is added on. You know, every journey we make, it's going to take sort of 36 hours because I can't clear the fucking history. I mean, we're hopeless. Anyway, um, but made worse, Jenny, by the fact that I knew there was a port pie on the back seat. Yeah. I couldn't bloody reach it. You know, you know that thing? Hell. We keep going back and you think, right now, it's, it's okay, it's not in that bag. I know what, you know, I know what's in there, it's not in that. Okay, sit down here. Just couldn't reach it. Um, anyway, I got there, and just as, just as Martin was doing his sort of speech. Oh, my God. Um, but I was, you know, it's awful, isn't it? You arrive and put your lipstick on, my hair You're was... a bit sweaty. Oh, my got... hair was a mess. It was in a right old just shoved a pork pie in your face. <laughs> you should always have the pork pie in the glove box. Emergency that is the lesson. That is the lesson. Box, pork pie. I tell you what, I tell you what. The emergency pork pie, that's what you need for occasions like that. Anyway, I made it and it was, it was, um, well, it was full really of the kind of owning classes, great and good of the Northeast, who I hadn't seen for a while. Sort of bunch of people in these beautiful dressy. Was it tweets. dressy? I bet there was a lot of, oh, yes. yes. I bet there a was a lot of, of money on show, yes. Oh, very much so. And a lot of very literally well heeled people. Um, and it was a great exhibition. It really, and it's kind of, it's called Regeneration. It's on until um, almost the end of April. And, um, okay, just, it's it's a sort of response 
to the pandemic COVID and, and, yeah, and, yeah. and us coming out of it. I mean, broadly, I'm not putting it as well as obviously Martin puts it. And funnily enough, the writing that goes with his paintings is as powerful as the paintings, I think. Um, but it is a very positive but very uh, rooted sort of exhibition and beautiful, stunning colours. And what, I ha- what made me laugh yeah. when in the notes is when you said that, tell, tell the listeners what you overheard. <laughs> because, well, because you and I have a couple of, let's say, well, we uh, you know, they're not really top quality paintings. See, that's an understatement. We've got two pieces which Martin very graciously hung because we Overly gracious. kind of helped him. We helped, we helped him with the co- choose with the competition the, yeah, winners. Yeah. 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 Um, but it was terribly, terribly gracious of him. So there we hang. And, you know, there's a, it's all gorgeously lit and everything. So anyway, it's at the beginning of the section, which is no longer Martin's work, but is yeah. the competition winners and everything. Anyway, yeah. I kept going backwards and forwards because <laughs> to tell you the thrill of seeing people walk past our paintings is such. All right, so I'd, I'd go back again and have another go. But unfortunately, I overheard this one woman as she turned the corner and saw our thing saying, oh, this must be the, this must be the children's section. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, do you know what? I bet every single person thought that as well, because compared to the real competition winners, I mean, ours really were kiddie corner, particularly mine, because I did a full English breakfast (laughs) as my regeneration piece. But there we go. Well, I'm gigging in the North East. It was very thrilling. In the last week of March. So those, you know, the four dates that got cancelled due to my neck up before Christmas, they've been rescheduled. So I should, I will be up in Barnacle. Castle. Oh, you must go. Hexham you must and go Annick and see and, it. Yes, so I will be able to. Okay, right. Yeah. Uh, so now last week you were taking Poppy to the mm. vets. Oh, Jenny, we've had some terribly bad news. I, 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 I can't tell you. I mean, basically the, the vet rang. She's limping. She's got mm. a sort of lame back right leg, and I took it. So I took her to the vets, thinking she got thorn in the in it, but it's not going away. Had the X-rays, and I just I couldn't believe it, Jenny. The vet rang and said that uh, that she's got hip dysplasia on both sides, which is really, you know, it's really serious. And but I thought seeing... people were born with that because babies get it, don't they? Be- babies that have had difficult births, I think, Do sometimes they? have hip dysplasia. Yeah, and they have to be put in. Mm. In plaster casts and, and that right. for their hips to sort of reset into the right position. Um, I think it's and I think it's very painful for ch- for babies and children. I, I mean, I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. Yeah. What is what's the what is the well, prognosis? We're waiting, we're waiting for a sort of second opinion. And I spoke to the breeder who said, you know, it's incredibly rare in a young dog. And you know, I suppose I'm hoping that it that, that she hasn't got it, but she probably has. And yeah, I, I think I think it's a lifelong thing, and then ultimately it's it's two hip replacements, which are I didn't know they could give dogs terrible. hip replacements. Yes, apparently I think so, but we're talking about hydrotherapy first and all sorts of physio. But I just I I can't tell you how much I've cried. Oh, I'm so sorry. Judith. I know it's pathetic. I know she's it's not pathetic. Dog, it's not only a dog. There's nothing so about that. No, honestly, everybody much. understands, and I think you can't bear her to be in pain either I know that's the thing that's it's the like, thing yeah I mean yeah. you know she is only a dog but the idea she that she might have a painful life and that she's in pain now and she can't run off and and play it's terribly terribly upsetting and I you know I know there are hugely worse things that could happen I know I, but I know this is your dog, bad thing this week and it's um, really horrible yeah, it's really to come upsetting. to terms with it's really it's, and it's yeah. a shock because it wasn't yeah, yeah, yeah. what you were expecting you know you Not take a dog all. to a vet with what you think might be a thorn in a paw yeah. and it turns out to yeah. be possibly you know thing. a long a chronic condition a lifelong thing. but yeah, 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 yeah. you know you will get all the best <sighs> advice is it a case of, of 
her maybe not having to go for long walks and you have to have get one of those uh, baby car- you know carriage doggy carriage well, that's, yeah I suppose so but then I think well how awful that would be to her you know she's the kind of job the dog that just runs off and she has such good fun and you know, it is. It is like it's restricting her. I don't know. A bit, so this can't be a birth thing because this developed, didn't it? So it can't be like baby hip dysplasia. Then this has developed since she was a puppy because yes. she yeah, didn't have so. this originally, she didn't have did she? I mean, I so I don't it think might it's... have been hurting her for a bit, but but yes, it's now apparent. And her, so she's on painkillers and anti-inflammatories. And um, has that made any difference? Uh, not really. Sometimes, sometimes she she can go off on a walk and she's not lot limping so much, but she's limping most of the time. And is so, she happy yeah. on the sofa with you? Does oh she, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay. So there's, there's, she's not in pain then. No, oh no. And I think when she's you know pottering around the house, as she. She's, ridiculous phrase uh she's okay she's just such a loving dog and she's so clever she's so clever and i i i love her so and the dog lovers amongst the gang will absolutely get it and the rest of them will be thinking oh ridiculous no they won't because i'm not you know me i've never had a dog and all that kind of thing but i totally get it and i totally you know and and i don't blame you for a second feeling like this because it's not fair and you just yeah. it's not for you that you're thinking it's not fair it's for poppy you're thinking it's not yes fair. exactly exactly I, i'm sorry that's all but yeah. let's get on to more um cheerful optimistic things. that's yes, um yes sienna's well sienna's well touch wood and uh she had a scan yesterday she's got one baby head down <laughs> and uh one breach which oh, i think one is bum okay. down one head down yeah okay. yeah um, Does that look both... cesarean-y then, do you think? Oh, yes, or... yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I hope so. Bloody hell, I really hope so for her. Um, and they're both nearly four pounds, which That's is incredible. Oh, four pounds it? is brilliant because there's plenty yeah. of full-term babies yeah. aren't much more. I mean, every day now yes. is a bonus in terms of weight, isn't it? Yeah. Because I think that, you know, it's a... Oh, that, that's, that's it's fine. Good. It's, yeah, it's yeah, very, yeah, very yes. good. Yes. And are you having the baby shower at Baby yours shower soon? is on Sunday, Jenny. Yeah, the house apparently is going to be awash with babies and toddlers. Oh, my God, it's uh, the toddlers you've got to watch. It's the toddlers you've got to watch. Oh, Don't let God, them in. No. Yeah. I'll just put a note up on the door saying, no toddlers, baby. <laughs> Baby's fine. Baby's non-walking baby's fine. You want the swaddle babies in cribs and all that kind of thing, buggies. You want them yeah. asleep. You don't want those fucking toddlers. No, I know, I know. You need a holdy area, don't you, really? You really need Big a... Big holdy area. Basically, outside in the garden, you need a pen in the garden. <laughs> Chuck the toddlers in there. You know, they just... I always remember a Stuart Lee line about babies sort of excreting jam. So <laughs> j- just wiping jam even if they've not been near any jam in their lives they've just got jam on them and they just oh, wipe boy. jam everywhere jam I mean I love not yeah jam or snot. snotty jam snotty jam and I mean I love toddlers kind of from a distance because they're very funny aren't they and they're sort yeah, of so full of themselves and I just think they're it I always remember seeing this toddler in a buggy in um, John Lewis in the women's fashions and the woman pushing this buggy she was just this slip of thing she looked like an exhausted husk of a woman this toddler had obviously (laughs) sucked her dry and he was a fucking massive toddler in this buggy and he was filling it and uh, he he had a big fat face and he was grinning and he had his mum's iPhone he had um, nursery rhymes blaring from this iPhone right (laughs) Old King Cole was a merry old soul, a merry old... And he was waving a a chicken leg, right? And he was fucking King Toddler in this buggy. 
And I remember him, right? And his mother was obviously trying to find something, probably for a wedding or something. She was pushing the buggy through, really posh clothes. And he was wiping this greasy chicken leg on all these Paul Smith's frocks. And I was just watching him go, yeah, go, King Toddler. You're going to have two of them. I'm just going to say there's two of them on the way. Double king. Oh, my God. That is so true, isn't it? It is yeah. So, yeah. And anything to shut them up as well. I mean, that's the Absolutely. thing with soddlers, isn't it? Yeah, you yeah. want a chicken leg? Here's a fucking chicken yeah. leg. Yeah, yeah. Just, you always know. have to have a, a packet of breadsticks somewhere nearby. <laughs> so, good luck oh, with that. Good luck you. with that, yeah, yeah, tell yeah. There's a lot uh, of cooking. There's a lot of lists at the moment. There's a lot of oh, coleslaw Oh, blimey. You, oh, dear. Are you catering? You're not, are you catering? Well, yeah, I am. Uh, but this, you see, this is you get lumbered with this because you're at home. I'm I, on Saturday. I will be gigging. It's on Sunday, isn't it? I'll be gigging in Manchester, and this is how yeah. I get out of everything, and consequently <laughs> have no domestic skills whatsoever. Because this has been the case since I was in my twenties, and hence why I can't really do anything. <laughs> Is that you're always on stage? You're always. Gigging, I'm always, always uh, yeah, or, or going. No, it's a good it's trick. Not... It's a good it's trick because yeah. I was always working. But yours is different, isn't it? It's like because there's, there's often sort of stage. eight hours of travelling, eight hours of travelling. Yeah, so you just nice I'm trick. away. Just a nice trick if you can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, yeah. you're you're sort of yeah. You, You've been lumbered with this one, but I you'll actually myself. enjoy it's it. Self, it's self-inflicted. I'm yeah. always the same. I say, oh, yeah. I'll do that, Sienna. Don't worry. Oh, I'll make some coronation chicken. Oh, I'll do that. And then, of course, yeah. it's, you know, bloody long list. And uh, no, and, and I get written. Tell you what then happens is that Mike gets it in the neck. <laughs> I bet, yeah. There's a kind yeah. of displacement of stress, which is sort of, I'm Poor all great Mike. and lovely, lovely to the girls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's been no trouble. It's been and absolutely fine. You've and Mike is probably thinking. a bitch to Mike, yeah. <laughs> I know. Bitch. I know. Bitch. Yeah, what's yeah, been yeah. your food sensation of the week, Judith? Um, I made a slow roast uh, Moroccan lamb for our friends in Hexham. Very successful. Um, with In someone um, else's kitchen as well. In someone else's kitchen. Oh, I did not smell of lamb. We never had clothes the door and I probably still smells of roast Very lamby. Very lamby. Yeah, lamb but I made a lovely mint and garlic Greek yogurt sauce. Do you mm. know what? I'm saying this and I think I got the idea of this from yeah, you. Yeah, you did. You fucking did. You're such a... Bloody yeah. hell. Yeah. That's a yeah. first. Well, no, the, the thing is, yes, I know, because I'm a big Moroccan lamb kind of uh, yeah, specialist. Yeah, actually, yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, I, but I do it with my watermelon and feta salad. And oh, it's not it's come around to something that, yeah. I did. Yeah, 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 I'm not doing yeah. that. No, well, I, I, I think that. I have to say that the highlight of mine, of my eating week has been the pre-work prepped coffee, ginger shot and egg mayo sandwich. Oh, a ginger shot. Oh, yeah. nice. It does feel like you're sort of like going to battle. Where's the yes, yes, it's like putting your lipstick on, some good yeah, shoes, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. handbag, yeah. Uh, a dose of press, a good coffee. Yeah. Um, yeah, and off yeah. you go, Trudy Trotty. Off you go, grown up, grown and up. Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like Absolutely. I'm talking to somebody in the sixth form. You know, when you go, you change <laughs> schools and you're in, in the first year. I feel like talking to you today has been like, oh, <laughs> this is what, it's what the sixth formers do, is it? Oh, I've forgotten all uh, about that. <laughs> well, I, you mm. know, but it did, as I say, Judith, it wiped me out. It wiped me out. Yes, I couldn't, I couldn't do anything sorry. yesterday. I had a day. Off and I couldn't do anything. Um, so nice. culture corner time. Culture corner, yeah. So TV, TV, okay. TV. Um, oh, two things we've watched. We watched, oh, like everybody else, really. Trigger, um, Trigger Point on ITV, which is the Vicky McClure bomb disposal expert thing. Have you seen that? No. Have you seen it? Have you seen no. it? No, no, uh, I haven't. 
I saw it's... her on Graham Norton, but I didn't. I, I didn't watch the TV program. Okay, I saw well, Vicky McCure. Uh, I was very short-sighted. I just got out of bath in a uh, in a sort of funny. Oh, we stayed in this funny place in, in Bury St Edmunds last week, and it, it was a hotel, right? But when we got there, it wasn't a hotel. It was little self-catering apartments, which was fine, but there was no bar in the hotel. Oh, oh you hadn't got some wine and with I hadn't, you? I hadn't got anything with me, so I oh, lay on the floor that. in the foyer of this place in front of this man and just said, I can't! <laughs> and he went, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> And um, and then he said, "Well, there's a garage around the corner. Anyway, we might we went and got Did some wine." And then he came to my little apartment and he knocked on the door. He said, "I bought some ice because you know it might not be that chilled your wine." And um, That's thoughtful. And I, he said, "I've never seen anyone lie down face down on the floor in reception before." He said, "You know what? I nearly joined you." He was so nice. He was oh, just so lovely. accommodating and accepting of this fucking mental woman who was having a breakdown because she couldn't get a glass of wine. Okay. So and then oh. yes, and then I watched a bit of Graham Norton in this little um, self catering accommodation. Oh, thing. and she and was on talking about it. Wasn't yes, she? she was. Yeah, she yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's written by the um, you know the line of duty sort of bunch or the, one of the writers of that. Okay, song. it's for it's but so it's about she plays this um, bomb disposal woman and yeah, it's, it's a beautifully characterised and there's a kind of casual casualness about it and bloody hell it's tense because you know they got one device and then another device. But do you know what? There was a bit of it, bit of me that thought, well, I feel like this feels like a kind of big casualty ex. Um, oh, like a, a special, a casualty yeah. special. Okay, yeah. right. I felt yeah. a little, yeah, there was sort of that kind of um, slight manipulation. And I'm also, I have to say, I'm a bit bored with all of these things being set in those blocks of flats where they have the outside corridors. Yeah, which is most, loads of, yeah, most, most, flat, most flats around does are like, uh, there's lot, lots of the Peabody's and lots of the 60s, 70s blocks. Yeah, we see people can run away. That's why they do it, because people can hide around corners and sort of... Yes. It's, it's, it's a rat run for people. Lends itself it? to it goodies and baddies. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. But yeah. I mean, I must say, if I lived enough, in one you, okay. of them, I'd yes. be bloody pissed off, wouldn't you? Because it's like always, there's always it's a film the crew. There's always a fucking film crew <laughs> on the corridor. Be. Yeah, there yeah, absolutely must be blocking um, your stairs. Yeah, and then ditto the responder with Martin Freeman, which is this new thing I think on the BBC about basically a copper that works on his own. It's a bit rogue. And Martin in in Liverpool, Martin um, Freeman. This is yeah, who's apparently Freeman. pulling off a brilliant, amazing, oh, Liverpoolian accent. Yes, I haven't yeah. seen that either. I have so not that's seen good, that. But again, there's the blocks of flats with the outside corridors. <laughs> <Once> again, <laughs> um, it's all right. It's all a bit tense, you know. A bit of light relief is needed these days. Yeah, well, we're very much Den. so. And 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 for that, we are very grateful to Gra- Dragons Den and the Apprentice, and also yeah. Pottery Throwdown and Landscape Artists. Oh, I haven't seen any of the Landscape Artists. But series. I, I don't know do whether you that. see. The thing is, I don't know whether because you've got Sky, haven't you? Maybe you can do no, catch up on I Sky. Do. I don't think we can, and it's frustrating because I really love that series. Oh, I, I, we was on last night, Judith. Wednesday nights, eight oh, o'clock. Rat. I was so thrilled to be in. Oh, it was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, Whitstable. Uh, Well, I have watched, uh, for my television highlight of the week, um, and this was a recommendation from Catelyn Moran on Twitter. Oh, yeah. And there is um, a brilliant documentary series about the Spice Girls on Channel 4. I think there are three of them. I've only watched the first two episodes so far. Miranda Sawyer uh, and Jane Middlemass are kind of the link women. Very good. And it's a kind of reminder of what a crazy decade the 90s was. Big money-grabbing, fun-grabbing, but also 
confusing and desperately toxic times. In what way? Well, the way the, the Spice Girls were treated was disgusting. It was disgusting. Was it really? I oh, it's disgusting. We, I mean, everybody should, as penance to, to sort of women that have gone before, should watch this documentary and we should all get on our knees and just say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry for buying into all this shit. It was what, was, what were they Okay, for? I'll give you yeah, everything, on. anything. Uh, basically, they were set up to turn on each other, cry and, oh and develop God. an eating disorder. That's all were the press they? wanted the, them to do. I've never seen anything like it. And then wow. Victoria Beckham has a baby. She get, goes on TFI Friday, several months after this baby's born. And she gets weighed to see if she actually has got back to her pre-baby oh weight. God. And she's there standing on some scales and they, they weigh in at eight stone. And apparently, this is great, yay! You know, doesn't, who gives heavens. a fuck about the baby? It's disgusting. It's Thank really, you. really shocking. And we just thought it was all no, normal. And I think what is really good about this do documentary, I mean, it's not, it's not like the Beatles documentary, which is seminal and kind of like uh, life-changing in some respects. Not life-changing, that's a bit dramatic, but I think it's one of the best music documentaries I've ever mm. seen. But this is mm. very, very good as a reminder of what we let ourselves think was normal in the 90s yeah, yeah. and how sexist it actually was uh, it, under the guise of ladette culture and you know we're all allowed mm. to do what we're allowed to do but in actual fact it was really manipulative really horrible Gosh. so do watch um that if you can if you have time yeah it will sounds, now, sounds good i think it'd be really i think it'd be an eye-opener for me i mean my i cried uh during episode two because i felt terribly guilty Gosh, um, because gosh. I knew, and our I girls know. grew up during that time. I mean, the Spice Girls were—they were, were huge so fans. Formative yeah, for our yeah, girls, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. So, what about oh, films? Watch that. Well, yeah, we yeah saw a really good film that's just come out on Netflix called *The Edge of War*, which is based on a fictional historical novel by Robert Harris. Right. And I wish, I wish actually it had said at the beginning that it was that it was fiction because I did. I, I wondered whether it was true. It's an extraordinary kind of plot. It takes place just before war breaks out, um, and it's about these two uh, boys that are at Oxford together, both studying German. One is German and one's British, um, and basically they obviously go their separate ways. And one finds themselves working for Chamberlain as, as his private secretary, and the other one um, is working for the SS. Um, but actually goes sort of spy. You can see how see it was going to happen with Hitler. Um, and basically the, the, the two of them are entrusted with getting a document which proves that when, you know, when Hitler says he's not going to invade Czechoslovakia, he's or he's just gonna, you know, he's lying. And it's, it, it's an extraordinary story. It's a beautiful um, you know, period drama, but it's got masses of tension in it, and it's 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 beautifully acted. I mean, it, 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 I would really recommend it actually. And it's but got I lovely George of... Mackay in it. Oh, we, he's so lovely, George. isn't he? Lovely yeah. George, lovely yeah, George. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's really good. It's really. And, good. and what about books? I haven't done any films this week, so sorry, everybody. Well, I just haven't had. To... I've been very busy, and I haven't been grown up. When I haven't been busy, I've been in my bed, fast asleep, and snoring. I can tell you that. <laughs> Uh, as for books, you've gone back to the Cazalet Chronicles. I've gone back to the Cazalet, yeah, which is, I go back to like a sort of trusty friend and I think I'm on the four, fourth... Uh, yeah, it's casting off then that you'll be on. It's casting yeah. off. I mean, yeah. casting yeah. off and um, uh, Polly's just met Gerald. I don't know whether you remember that. And he's turned out to be a lord and... Um, they found all the turners in the room, which are obviously worth. Do a lot you know of what, money. Judith? This is just making me want to go uh, have a massive 
uh, Cazalette binge. So I think good. I might have to go back to the beginning because I don't think I've read this fourth one. I don't think I've read Casting oh, Off. Because oh. it's talking about Polly meeting Gerald. I'm thinking, no, I don't know this. And yeah. I think that, um, I know that because you're terribly upset about Poppy at the moment, and I think that Cazalette's is comfort blanket reading. It is really, really And I, I genuinely don't blame you. And I think that I could do with a little bit of it. I'm not loving The Promise, which won the booking book a prize but right. I feel duty bound to listen to the end everyone's just really horrible and I don't really this is awful but I don't like the narrator's voice very much makes um, a big difference it does make a big difference yep. and I, I yep. sort of like approach my because it's on my phone I approach my phone and go oh here I go I've got to listen to this and I feel a bit mm, it makes me feel a little bit queasy all the way through because everyone's so horrible um but anyway, I've also got uh, a new Agatha Christie. I would recommend Towards Zero. It's a very satisfying Agatha Christie. We are now on Sad Cyprus. <laughs> um, emails, Judith. There have been lots of guesses for oh, Twins' names. Oh, we've had names. loads of... Yeah, yeah, we really, we really have had masses. And, um, OK, so loads of front runners. I, Seb, look, quite a few Lucas, quite a few Luca, Lukes. yeah, yeah. Lucas, Lucas, Luca, Oliver's. Luca, Lucas, lots of those, yes. Yes, yes. And some Joshish and so, oh, I can't say that. Yeah, um, they better not be called Josh because you will never be able to uh, pronounce that properly, Judith. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's really nice. Ra- Rachel or Ra- or Raquel, she says, if she's feeling sexy, age 50 and, and 10 months. She's guessed Archie and Freddie like her own twins, who are now seven, you see. They're, they're good names. I quite they like Philippa Briggs, uh, who's 59, 308, day, th- 308 days, and she her guesses are Eric and Ernie. <laughs> Marvellous. But I think our star email of the week, uh, Judith, is Sarah Fine, 56, who oh, her yes. guesses were Leo and Seb. More importantly, she tells us about her skin tag removal tool. Oh, I know. Yes. Do you my, want to have you, yeah. can you find the email, Judith? Yes, I can. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so she says, Sarah says, my, my, my boob injury, right? Okay, so we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, weren't we? Yeah. Is yeah. that my large knockers have rubbed together so much in the middle of the, in the middle that they've created a fucking skin tag, exclamation mark. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. However, I have bought a skin tag removal tool. Oh it's about God. the size of an electric toothbrush with a metal. Uh, points on the end, which you charge up and then rub over the skin tag. Fuck now get this. Hell. Now it gets better. It will then actually sizzle <laughs> and fizz, and then the smell of burning hits your nostrils. I'm in there. I'm I'm in the bathroom. She knows I'm, us, I'm, doesn't I'm, she? I'm, she does. It's yeah. She says I'm not joking. It's that satisfying. A few days later, the skin tag will drop off. Bought it oh, on Amazon. Sarah. Well. Sarah, I mean, you know, there, there, there are probably some men out there who don't understand how middle-aged women really tick, that think, you know, we want chocolates and handbags and don't understand that actually the reality is a skin tag removal thing. Tool. Tool. Any old tool. <laughs> Marvellous. Thank you very much for that, yeah, Sarah. Thank, thank you, Sarah. for everybody who's joined in with the guessing of the twins' names. Um, and I, I must admit, I very much do like Luca and Dylan. Yes, uh, I somebody do guess. But do. It's, it's, not a, it's not up to no, us. No, it's not our decision. Not our it's decision, not our decision, no. no, it's, no it's, it's, you know, it's up yeah. to Sienna and, mm-hmm. and the husband, yes. of course. Um, obviously, they've got to... Um, take their surname into account because we did get a very funny email and I wish I could find who it was from but thank you whoever sent this in who said she liked Bo but obviously got to think of the surname because it's no no good calling a child Bo if the surname is Peep. Yes, I know. Brilliant. There's definitely still time to to send those in. And there's that uh, fucking mugs. clock, Judy. Yeah, I know, I know, 
I know. So listen, we better we had better remind people before we sign off um, of the email address because we do like an email. Do we've got some really has some really good emails this week. So and that is olderwiderpod at gmail.com. Yes, yes, it is. Well um, done. And the Instagram, um, because come on, gang, if you're not on Instagram, you need to get yeah, with get the with the program. Come on, um, is older and wider podcast, and there is a flurry. There's usually a flurry of activity um, for you to see. Yes, yes. We'll can, we'll we'll try and keep it as interesting as we possibly can with our limited resources. Okay, everybody, have a great uh, rest of your. Oh, it's Friday. This goes out, so enjoy your yeah. weekend. Have a good um, weekend. But you say have a good weekend, we? or yeah, and yeah, hopefully yeah. see some of you in um, uh, well Manchester Where Sunday night, tonight? Winchester. Uh, oh, it's, oh, oh, it's, on it's on the website. It's on the website. Don't ask me these <laughs> hope questions. It goes well. hope it goes okay, well, take care. All. All Lots right, of love. Softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.